talking about practice. Why did you say that now? Welcome to Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Carter Smith, and with me, as always, is Darren Caldwell. Say my name. Ooh. Say my name, say my name. And Tom, not the singer, Jones. Hello, everybody. So tonight... Hello. Hey, Tom's on one. I know. Tom, Tom's just starting out. put in this water? Crazy. Hmm. He went from wet blanket to, like, weird voices to... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm live streaming this on Twitch and Twitter right now. We got gamers and whoever's on Twitter. Geeks. Geeks. Geek nerds. What up, Marks? <laughs> what Dumb is nerds. a geek? <laughs> Carter, what's a dork? A dork is... All a... right, so, uh, <laughs> so what are we up to tonight? <laughs> Very special movie review episode of the Hero Ball podcast. The three of us... And my brother, Corey Smith, the Corey Smith, the fourth at, hero baller, at the Corey Smith, I Corey think, the Smith, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. He's he on Twitter somewhere. He has some cool shoes. We uh, need we need a name for our fans. The hero ballers. No, it's nah, gotta be too, something yeah, different. It's too, the geeks. The geeks. Geeks. <laughs> it's gotta be said like that. I don't think I don't think Tom gets that reference though. You are is such from, a geek. Is it from that like dumb movie? What Bill is and a Ted's geek? Excellent adventure. Geek, geek. <laughs> Go for it. What did we see? We saw Shazam. 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 Say my name, so that's that my right. Power. So my power. See, I say it, and he mocks me by singing TLC or. Destiny's Don't Child, whichever one it is. Waterfalls. Yeah, that's TLC. Oh, okay. Say my name Singing was Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child is never a mocking thing, Darren. Hey, I think it's the best honor. way to get fans is to make fun of uh, Queen B. Well, Queen. And yeah, that's a way. For, that's a way to make enemies. She just signed with Adidas, or did Adidas sign with her? Yeah, right. <laughs> she is part of the Illuminati, so yeah, pretty sure. One I mean, order. I watched a really convincing YouTube video about that. Yep, I'm pretty sure flat. she is Illuminati. possessed by Satan and part of the Illuminati. Right. Word to that. MAGA, let's go. Say my name so my powers may flow through you. Or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Shazam, what would you guys think? Shazam. Shazam. So wait, I, just, I just listened latest. to our Captain Marvel episode. And I just yeah. want get, to okay. get it right out in the open get it right out. at the beginning. Oh, uh-huh. spoilers. Are we right? going spoilers? Yes. Are we doing spoilers tonight? Yeah. So yeah. we're going to throw out twists and turns. Yeah, and, we, and... we have with Aquaman. We Spoiler have, alert. We have with Howard the Duck. We have with Aquaman. <laughs> and we have with Captain Marvel. So our movie, just know this if you're listening, our movie review apps will be a full-on movie review with spoilers okay. and all. If you're not down with that, um, I got two words for yeah. you. Slag off. <laughs> Good that was luck. mean. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Parks and Rec. See, and I've watched The Office a ton, and I, I still never pick up on references. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. It's been too long. Shazam. So Shazam, so. spoiler uh, spoilers ahead. Spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. Spoiler heavy. 
This movie is DC's latest entry into the DCEU. It is firmly placed in the DCEU. A lot of references to past movies and events that we've seen. Um, it is about a boy who gets powers from a wizard. Super big. To Yes, exactly. To become a grown-up uh, adult superhero with still the mind of the 14-year-old. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's basically 15. <laughs> That's good, yeah. So, yeah, who wants to start? Which is a 14-year-old. this movie. That's exactly what a 14-year-old is. Yeah, right. Oh, basically 15. So, I would say, right off the bat, the casting was perfect. Mm-hmm. Zachary Levi, is that how you say his name? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Is uh, the perfect guy to play a 15-year-old in an adult's body. Mm-hmm. The kid uh, looked like him. Yeah. The uh, the kid the the main two main kids were were really good, and even going first spoiler right off the bat, Woo. the Shazamily all yeah. looked like the people that they were supposed to be. Yeah, they, they looked. Pretty I thought good, that was huh? pretty good. They did pretty good. I was uh, I was impressed at the casting. Yeah. just right there. Yeah, they yeah, did a awesome. pretty good job. Um, yeah, we'll 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 get into that the Shazamily, yep. uh, but I agree with you. The casting was. I saw some uh, someone on. On Twitter, somewhere, some person. If I knew the handle, I would give the credit, but Probably I don't. Probably a geek. But some nerd geek. out there um, took the faces of like each kid and put next to the adult counterpart, like just spliced right down the middle. And a lot of them were like, I'm pretty sure that's exa- like Zachary Levi is exactly what Asher Angel, the, the boy, is going to look like when he's, you know, 30, whatever years old. Yeah. So I'm with you there. It was a great casting, not just for looks, but, but, well acted. Even well acted. Like he, the kids, what was good was a, a lot of the movie. Um, so Freddie Freeman, the uh, Shazam or uh, Billy Batson's friend. Yeah. Uh, that kid. Seriously, it's Billy Batson and Freddie Freeman. Yep. Dude, that's what I. That's what I was saying during Hero Ball Origins. That you have to have an alliterative name. You have to have Miles Morales. Mm. That type of thing. Peter Parker. That's how it works. Yeah, but the the chart didn't give us that option. Oh wait, well no, I guess we can make we made yeah we made a partner, right? but I know yeah, what you're saying. Mind. Keep going. So anyway, uh, that kid Freddie Freeman I thought was a great actor. Like yeah. he carried the movie. Not not yes, I don't want to say he carried the movie, but like he was a big part of the movie, and in a lot of ways was the scene stealer in some of the oh, yeah. some of the scenes. And it reminded me of uh, like the Goonies, how these kids mm. just like like they sell the movie like. They're they're good little actors, like so. Yeah. It's yeah, cool to see, you know. They really are. I mean, they're no Sean Astin. No, but they're. they're I there. was talking to a coworker today, and she was saying that that's what she had heard is that the kid actors did, uh, like a not a better job, but they they kind of steal a show. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, they absolutely did. Tell you what, His that little friend. girl will steal your heart. Yeah. Oh, the right? little uh, Darla, I think was her name. <clears throat> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That girl was yeah, <laughs> a cute little girl. <laughs> Her character was hilarious. I love this the story how it's a uh, foster family. Mm-hmm. It's foster parents. Well, excuse me. The parents grew up in the foster system. Right now they are a, a mom and dad. Group a foster, home. Uh, you have a group yeah. home, and uh, I, that added a lot of uh, just emotional kind of thickness to the mm-hmm. film, especially later on when the villain comes into play. I, that I really liked the whole. I mean, it was a really diverse movie. Mm-hmm. Just speaking like racially. It was very diverse. Yeah, I liked it. Yep. And those, uh, those, they. I mean, they portrayed the families being fairly poor. And I'm going to tell you, with a house like that in anywhere near New York or Philadelphia, Philadelphia. <laughs> they're definitely house poor. 
I'm just throwing that one out yeah. there. Yeah. So, um, what I ca- what I liked about the movie was it was really funny without feeling forced or just stupid, silly. You know, like stupid funny. I didn't find it stupid funny. I, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. It, was it wasn't. Funny. It was just funny. Yeah. Because of the situation that these characters were in, uh, again, like Darren said, Zachary Levi was perfect for the character of Shazam or Captain Marvel. They, you know, what's interesting in the movies, I don't think they ever actually, there was a running joke almost about finding a name for him. And I don't think mm-hmm. they ever actually came up with a name. No, no, it was kind of did. just all these different things right. thrown out once in a while. You know, we, we've come to know him as Shazam. Obviously there's the history with Captain Marvel and whatnot, but, um, but Zachary Levi played the character really well. Um, Shazam a lot of times is his nickname in just the comic world and stuff is the Big Red Cheese. <laughs> nice. And I just think that's like super fitting. They 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 nailed that uh aspect of the character. <laughs> so, in the comic book world, Shazam is essentially Superman as far as his abilities go, his invincibility and stuff. Mm-hmm. In the comic books, do they make him be like a B-level Superman type of character? You know, it, it, the the comics have an interesting history because they originally it wasn't a DC property, right? And DC sued this little tiny comic publication for basically saying that that's Superman, uh-huh. like, yeah. and they won, and that's why. It, so they basically part of the settlement or the suit or whatever was they basically took the character, and um, but then they didn't do anything. They with didn't it do for anything years. with it, and the name, yeah, it and went, they lost the they name lost to the public name. domain. Exactly. And Marvel's and like Marvel swooped it up and gave it to Captain Marvel. So when it came back, they I were read all, an article. I know a lot. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. But it was. It, it is an interesting story because they were allowed to um, call. I think on the cover, Cap. Uh, I think it was called Shazam's Captain Marvel because uh-huh. Shazam is the name of the wizard. Right. And um, anyway, there's but they couldn't like say it or use it in the actual books and only on the covers or something like that. And so anyway, um, as far as I know, once DC took it, um, he's, he never really, because at one point in the forties, he actually, the, the Captain Marvel, you know, Shazam comics outsold Superman comics. Yeah. And that's what I think drew DC to. Oh, sure. Soon. Cause they're right. Their competition. Absolutely. Was yeah. Nobody them. cares about you when you're not doing anything. Right. Yeah. But once they owned it, they just like Darren said, kind of didn't do much with it for a while from what I understand. And then it came back and he's, I think not intentionally, but I think just kind of fell by the wayside to become a B. Yeah. B level hero only because, um, Got some breaking news for our next step. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I thought I was reading that before I came. Darren over. just showed us a little something, something. Yeah, share that something, something next the, time. Uh, yeah. yeah, episode twenty nine. Take a peep. Anywho, um, it just kind of fell by the wayside, I think, and and because at that point, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, ju- the Justice League characters, and all that, they were all became booming. bread and butter for yeah. DC. And but uh, I feel like huh. it's time for Shazam to make a resurgence walking through the office today i heard two separate conversations about shazam one guy was very loud a loud talker talking about shazam and the movie and if you know the comic books you'll love the movie and it's interesting so it's kind of the talk of places right now. so 
Is this guy a faithful hero ball listener? I have no idea who this guy is. Never well, seen you, him. You need Let's to see. start spreading the word, man. He was in a meeting that I don't know those people in there. Dude, it doesn't matter. You are the captain of hero ball. I apologize. The president owner mm-hmm. of hero ball. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that, though, because today I was at a meeting this morning, and one of the directors, so he's like this high up guy at the organization that I work. Yeah. <laughs> we, and, can't, uh, we can't talk about yeah, where we work. I can't yeah. talk about that. None of us. But his this name guy, is. Donald Trump. <laughs> That's my boss, technically. So. Yes, right. My anyway, boss too. Um, I see him in my work as well. That's right. <laughs> so, but but uh, to your point, uh, who pays your bills? The funny thing was this guy in our meeting. Somebody had said something, and they were kind of like, um, kind of like saved the day. Like we thought that one thing was going to happen. They said, "No, I've got uh, an update on that." Blah blah blah, and he said, "Wow." I'm always happy when Shazam shows up, the superhero coming to sit, and he just like started talking about Shazam, and I was like, I've never in my life heard anybody talk about Shazam, yeah, and so, but now I'm hearing people that I never would have thought that that word or character would ever even be on their right, you know, radar or just talking about it. So it just kind of shows that this, you know, it's just a movie. It's getting really, it's getting really well received critically and. do you know what their box office was for the weekend? I think for the week it was it was they crushed it the opening weekend. Yeah, I was I gonna look it, it up. And, I don't know what I it was off the top of my head, but it, I know it did really really well. The movie was like a seventy million dollar budgeted movie, so the movie was a low budget movie. It was only seventy million. Yeah, so it you was know, a low low risk and high reward yeah. uh, thing for DC, and it's so it, watching it's probably gonna film, have pretty good legs until Endgame. I felt that. Yeah, that's right. And end game will end everything. I feel game will the, um, yeah, will snap like the gra- and Shazam will cease to the, be. The graphics were pretty good for Shazam. There was a couple moments that you could tell <clears throat> I think maybe when he was flying that looked a little phony. But, you know, you don't really care in the moment. It's not like I'm sure. going, Well, that's terrible. But you could you could see it. Um but that's amazing. Seventy million dollars, yeah. dude. That's yeah, not so a high production a low, at all. I mean, they. I think they like doubled up in their opening weekend. I love how the characters, uh, like all their the male like buffness that they all have, mm-hmm. looks real, but looks like it's meant to look fake. Yeah, you know what I mean. So an interesting it's not thing, quite like pillows under a uh, under like a hoodie type right. of look, but it's similar to that. So I saw an interview with the director, and he was talking about how the suits were intentionally done that way to harken back to a golden age hero look. Mm-hmm. And fifty-three and a half million opening weekend. Then that's just domestically. Domestic, and yeah, it'll probably get be, another yeah. twenty-two. They're projecting. I, well, mean, I think in China it made like sixty or something. So. I mean. Hellboy could knock it from yeah, the true. from the top. From what I hear, it's awesome. More <laughs> like awesome. A, like an Adam West type of thing. So yeah, well, like even even further back. So like when you say Golden Age, that's like thirties, forties. Oh okay. Uh, comic. So like he he intentionally wanted the Shazam costumes and the costumes of the other characters to look like a nineteen thirties nineteen forties style superhero that you would have seen straight off the page. Mm. So. I thought it was just kind of a cool a cool touch because because you get a lot of modern you know obviously a lot of the the Marvel stuff is mm-hmm. really sleek and yeah. almost futuristic looking with oh, some of the sure. Avengers stuff and the helmets aren't even physical helmets anymore 
Yeah, yeah, right. you're right. You go watch back to like Iron Man one, even on uh, Avengers or whatnot. That. Yeah, <laughs> like there's literally scenes where Captain America is talking to you with the front, or um, Tony Stark is talking to you with his, his front visor lifted up right. on his Iron Man suit. They don't do any of that anymore. No, they just make it disappear. They, they make it disappear, and then they press a button and it reappears. Yeah, yeah. right. But and, and then even some of the DC stuff, you know, uh, you know, obviously with like Aquaman. Uh, they used the classic I have a- suit, and it's very comic accurate, and Black Manta and stuff. Um, but you look at Superman and, and Batman and and Wonder Woman, and those those are, suits are like classic, yeah. but they're modernized in to a degree as well. So this was kind of cool to see just a straight up like intentional mm-hmm. like old school vibe. All right, um, sorry, didn't mean to step on you right there. Um, we have a box office update here Ooh. from boxofficemojo.com, your official box office resource source. That's right. Look them up right Domestic, $67 million. Us, foreign, or $67 million, Foreign, $126 million. Worldwide, $193 million. Seven hundred thousand. Nice. So one hundred and forty. So it's been it's set two hundred million yeah. worldwide yep. for one week. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's doing great. It's doing real good. Uh, superhero comedy. It's ranked eight right now. Uh, hmm. Okay. There you go. In the DC, it's ranked seven. I wonder what is behind in DC. Probably like the Dark Knight uh, movies. Suicide Squad. It's behind Wonder Woman, Aquaman, <clears throat> Dawn of Justice. Of course, it's only been out of Suicide week, Squad, so. Man of Steel, Justice League, and Shazam. Hmm. Yep. Because it's that basically just tells me it's like what the right. eighth DC movie. It's the seventh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's where I have it. But that's only counting. On, gro- it will get up there. No, yeah, yeah it, it will. So I think you know the movie itself. What I really enjoyed about it was it had, it kind of felt like a movie you watched like that probably the three of us kind of grew up watching like like I already mentioned the Goonies but I also think of like Ghostbusters or Gremlins almost like back when I saw someone on Twitter say like back when movies kids movies they weren't afraid to scare the kid yeah, in the movie sure. you think about movies we watched when we were kids I was like because we'll talk about it and be like, oh, but that scene terrified me. Uh-huh. But Oh, yeah, I wouldn't let my kids watch this with the seven deadly sins. I wouldn't either. Those, you know, those little, like, seven deadly sin demon things were kind of scary. I was oh, watching yeah. going, oh, these aren't, like, kid-friendly at all. These look no. scary to me. Right, and that's no, where I was creepy. going with this was, uh, yeah, it had these, the creatures, like, these. This, it had a dark side to it. You know, uh, it had the humor and the comedy, but it also had a... Well, it didn't have dark side. Oh, but, that's right, you know. no dark side. For dark side! For dark side. Alec Berg's let me down. Anyway, so uh, what did you feel about? Uh, how do you feel about Doctor Savannah as the uh, villain? So I liked him. I thought it was a, a worthy uh, first villain for sure. him to see. It was a he was sympathetic to a degree. I think they gave you a ba- maybe not oh, sympathetic, but like giving you, you an understanding yeah. of where he's that coming first scene, from. I was like, dude, your dad and brother are jerks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the opening. They're d bags, dude. Yeah. Like, they are not nice. Yeah, but but I thought it was a smart thing to just give him a first villain that's pretty on on par power wise. But not only that, but like story wise, they had a they had yeah. that connection of obviously uh, Savannah was uh, was not chosen. Yeah, or he failed the test or whatever it was, and he kind of lived with that 
almost revenge of I'm, I'm going to find the yeah. the wizard. I'm going to find who who becomes the champion and and show him what real power is or whatever. And um, so I thought that was interesting and, and a good way to um, a good first villain for for Shazam. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what I felt too. That it was nice watching it, knowing the world is not in danger. They don't have to time travel. There's no stone gathering. It's just simple. Um, beat up the bad guy sort of film. You know what I mean? It, it was very low stakes and enjoyable with that. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed it for that. It's nice. Yeah. But, but like you said, you feel for for Doctor Savannah, like especially at first, it opens with him as a little kid mm-hmm. getting some some harsh. Harsh treatment. Clearly not loved some... by his by his dad. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, or his brother. You see yeah. it both there. Yeah. Well, and again, yeah. uh, there's there's a ton of family, just that's true themes in this. You know, something that, and you talked about yeah. the, emo- the emotional moments, not only with the Foster family, but I thought it was interesting that Billy Batson was driven by wanting to find his real mom because he has this memory, right? Yeah. So he's got this little keychain. Yeah, Man, even and, that and, scene and, is terrible. Well, and what was Jeez. what I thought was really interesting Dude, was don't, there was... don't let me go see that movie when my kids are like literally thousands of miles away from me. Oh, and no I'm kidding. like Jeez. I'm sitting there watching like as little like 2-year-old Billy Batson wanders away from his mom like Yeah. like dying inside because I'm like I don't my kids are I, I don't know how my kids are doing right, right. now cuz they're on a freaking boat. <laughs> they're on a boat. Nice. But uh, something interesting I thought about that was the first time you see that scene, um, it, you see Billy with his mom. They're at a fair. Right. He gets a little prize, his mom, and then his hand, he, he, they lose, you know, touch, yeah. and he gets lost, and that's that's that. And then he's, yeah. they can't find his mom. She There's no, in, eventually, and then he gets put into the foster system. And, and so he's searching for his mom. And obviously, he's going through this list. He's yep. been through all the the Batsons he can find. And yep. anyway, by the time he gets to his mom, his mom doesn't. Well, it shows the scene again. And what I thought was interesting was, if you notice, the scene was actually a. It was from the mom's perspective this yeah. time, and so things were a little different. She was a little bit more kind of like, "Come on, let's go," and but not not as. Not as much as I mm. expected when they when they first showed that yeah. scene because when they when they get to that scene, and I mean we should talk about the whole the way that they build everything up sure. to it because you have, you know, this broken little boy, who's been, you know, lost, mom can't find him the whole time, trying to find his his family, his place, his who he is. You know, gets gifted this awesome foster family that's about as good, probably as good a thing that you could have in the system as you could. But his whole thing, like telling the the kids there, like you know, you only you know you only need families for you know if you're weak. Yeah, right, you know, right. like if you're you know if you can take care of yourself, you don't need a family. You know that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And you just see him trying to do everything himself, becoming this little punk, this jerk who finally got power to do what he wanted in life and didn't have to listen to anybody so he decided he wasn't going to but he's still this broken little boy right and and you know as soon as he gets to that he, that he finds his mom at the end like you know how that how this is going right. to go yeah and so you almost expected like the entire memory that she had like what you're saying carter of 
Um, I expected it to be really, really different, like starkly different, mm-hmm. but it was just subtly just different. Just subtly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you and, get but the I sense that was she an was interesting a tired choice to do that. Teen and, mom, you know, right. who didn't honestly know what she was doing and yeah. made some really bad choices. Yeah. Horrible, horrible choices, horrible person, but still, like, again, like they, they made the villain, like the both Dr. Savannah and I would say that the mother is a villain too. Like, what she did was was horrible. Right. She abandoned her kid. That, yeah, they show the scene that she f- she watches him. Oh, and I'm sitting there going, I I cannot fathom what she you just did. She watches him mm-hmm. look for her, and then watches him being taken um, by the taken police. care of by the police. And, and your mom, we're looking for away. your mom, and yeah. she's right there. Probably like you know, you get the idea that she's probably like twelve feet away or something, yeah. watching this, kind of peering over people. This right. whole scene, and yet, like, she's not going to her son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you're a bad mom. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, and it yeah. was... But it, at the same time, it's sympathetic because she was running away from, like, an abusive father, uh-huh. you know, her boyfriend. The baby you know, daddy. The baby daddy. Uh, on her own. Teen mom. You know, see, there's a little bit of sympathy there, just like there's a little bit of sympathy for Dr. Savannah. Sure. Yeah. You know, but even then, there's still like you. You're, you're a bad watching. Dude. Yeah, you're right. watching this scene unfold. That's right. like this this boy's world and his hopes and his dreams just get torn apart. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I thought it was heartbreaking too when he fa- finally finds his mom and he he goes and finds her and he's she in in the flashback scenes she gives him this little she wins this little mm-hmm. keychain he wants the tiger but she which is a which is a that's a throw an easter egg, yeah. An easter egg yeah but uh he, he ends up getting this little uh compass keychain and obviously he's held on to it he looks at it and so he finally finds his mom you know 15 you know however long later i guess it would be 12, 12 years later 10, 12 years. Or so. but uh and he like shows it to her and she doesn't even know what it is. She's like, what's that? Like, yeah. so, so well, it just shows that like, and there's this, the line that she has when, you know, her, you know, boyfriend, husband, whoever it is, total jerk yelling at her from inside the we house. Don't, you know, we don't see that? him. You only hear him. Yeah. But you know that yeah. she's in a bad situation, uh, bad choices her whole yeah. life. And, uh, and he yells at who is that? And she says it's, and she has this pause cause she knows she, to say it's no one is going to crush him. Yeah. But she can't tell him who it is. And so there's this brief little pause yeah. and she chooses it's no one, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you can, and you just, you knew that going in, like, you don't say no one, don't say I no know, one. I know, it's like, right. and then you she know does, it's coming too and you're yeah. just like, no, and, that's what, yeah. But all like, yeah. there's these subtle little, little things like this little pause she has before she says that all of it were just it honestly, I thought it was really well done without being mel. It was dramatic without being melodramatic. It wasn't like we're gonna force this emotion on you. It's just the genuine emotion of a fourteen-year-old boy looking for his mom and finding yeah. out his mom never wanted him to begin with. Yeah, the, you know, man, the craziest hurts. part too is that his mom's name is Martha. That's right. what it really hit me. <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. That was a joke, y'all. <laughs> But uh, no, I agree with you. It was a that was a powerful scene for me, and there was a few of those yeah. moments where sure. I, I'm, I welled up. Oh you know? yeah, there yeah. was multiple moments in the movie. I mean, I, I, mean, I told Corey, I'm, like, I'm not crying. You're crying. I, mean, I didn't cry <laughs> because you know I got a heart of titanium, vibranium alloy. That's, 
That is I true. Cry, but I, d- I did have the talkers next to me, so that's no, true. You did. They were they were pretty shocked at everything Shh. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? Wow. Yeah. Shazam. <laughs> His name's Shazam. That's silly. Why is this Shazam? <laughs> <laughs> there were some really genuinely funny things though, like. There's just these subtle little moments that really made me laugh, and and I catch myself thinking about it and like laughing later on was like the su- when the subway he gets sucked into the rock of eternity <laughs> for the first time and it opens up and he sees this hall of like cave and there's just right. these, you know statues. It looks and, like a bat cave, uh, sort of. Yeah, and there's yeah. like this wizard out in the you know. And he just like looks back inside the subway and looks at the map. Looks at the line map. Yeah. And then the other one, I I just for some reason thought was really funny is when he, uh, as Shazam, uh, this bus or truck or something is about to hit Mary, which is one of his foster siblings. Oh right, yeah. And he uses a super speed and you know yeah. hero mo- moment yeah. gets her out of the way of the vehicle, and then. Um, Anyway, they have a little exchange, and there's a line where he says, "Like always, look out for number one." Gandhi said that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was, was just a really funny line. And you know what? I kind of think about that when when she first showed up, Mary. She's like you know seventeen or so yeah, in the show. She's, she's on the verge of college. Yeah, I kind of thought, oh, okay, she's going to be like the romantic kind of love interest or whatever, and. So I remember they didn't really play that up no, at all. No, no, it's, all. it's kind of cool in retrospect. Yeah. Like, I thought I, it was very, very sibling. Just push. Yeah, oh, yeah. These, sibling. these are. Yeah. A, this is a family. These are siblings. Yeah. These are rather than any sort of. Ro- yeah, there was like no romantic no, interest at all. Yeah. at all in the uh, movie. Yeah. What I thought was uh, was was cool about the movie and the again just the character progression for Billy Batson was how you get le- like anyway for me anyway I was legitimately annoyed at the way that he was behaving like. Why? Come on, man! Like you're sitting there showing off your powers to get like dollar bills. To get dollar bills. Yeah, like you're, how lame you're, is that? Come on, like yep. act, act. Oh, you are acting. Be your a hero. Age. Oh, you know, wait, like, no, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, and you realize like that. No, that is what a 15 year old do would think to do with superpowers. Right. Is your I'm, phone is charged? Your yeah, phone is charged. I'm gonna go and right. just per, like do what I can to get money and exert my independence. Yeah. and. I'm going to be a jerk to everybody around me, and that's it. But the best part was the confrontation. Yeah. When Freddie yeah. tells him that. Oh, man. That was he said, ever since you got this, you turned into a jerk, you know, and yeah. you turned into this and that. Yeah. And then he responds like a 14-year-old would, yeah. well, you're just jealous. And then his friend turns around and says, of course I'm jealous. Yeah. What do you think this is like for me? And yeah. it was just a great – uh, yeah. it was like – so like, because I'm with you there. You yeah, like almost good. you're annoyed with Shazam. Yeah. You're like, gosh, when you, but then at that turning point, you're just like, it was a very satisfying, like that's what brought him was his was was a, a real conversation of, of of jealousy and and like just a, a kind of a little spat, but to get him to see how selfish he's being with these newfound powers and stuff, but also he's a 14 year old. So yeah. yeah, and when you're 14, you're you're kind of tied between two worlds too yeah you know i my in fact in in real life my dad wrote me a letter when i turned 13 and i, I just remember this thing that stands out and i think about a lot is he explained to me that when he thinks back to being 13 years old all he remembered well not all he remembers but something that stands out to him was how he, it was like this time in his life where he 
desperately wanted to be a grown up and like, yeah, I'm getting older. I'm a 13 year old, but like also had this other side of him that was terrified and just wanted to still be a little boy. Mm. And I think about that a lot. And I thought that almost, it's like, you can see that in this character, almost this like real, real life feeling that we all kind of have at some point. Mm. But some of the stuff I really enjoyed, um, kind of moving on from just like, um, character and stuff like that, but was just the, um, kind of the zaniness sure. of, and like really leaning into the, uh, source material right. and some of the wackier nature of the Shazam. Yeah. So, um, like what? So like, well, well, first of all, just the magic. Yeah. So like, it's, you know, a lot of the superhero movies have, um, yeah, like a spider bite. Yeah. You are created by a scientific explosion. Explosion. You have... Uh, or or, or science hum- fiction. Or you know, you're just you're- a human who, who has um, uh, a lot of brains. You're Tony Stark. Yeah. You're Batman. Yep. Or even like a Superman. It's, it leans into the sci-fi and stuff, which is all cool and great mm-hmm. and fun. But like, there's something... I, I've got a... A or sweet, you're just born with it, like yeah, a Thor born. or something sure, like that, yeah. Aquaman, yep. that type of thing. Or like, yeah, like you you mentioned, like uh, the the accident, or like the, f- yeah. the Flash or Cyborg, right. any of those. But uh, I I there I have a soft spot somewhere for like just like mad the the magic and the mysticism and the wizards and sorcery, like and so there was kind of this element of like almost like Harry Potter. And just kind of that wonder of, but that is is such a big part of the comics, and so the fact that they didn't shy away from that, they leaned into, you know, the they, Rock of Eternity. They call it magic. Yeah, probably like five times throughout the film. Right. They don't. They don't make you think it's I mean, anything else. He's than a what straight it is. up wizard. Like wizards yeah. cast spells and yeah. like. Yeah, they play right into it. They just yeah. tell you exactly what it is. They are essentially Darren's character, the magic. So. Yeah, this is true. But. uh so I really like that, but but obviously, and we're gonna get into even deeper spoilers here. But deeper, there, there is a character that showed up. I saw the character earlier in the film. You did, and when I did, I thought that means something. I don't know what because okay. I didn't know the character, right? But mm-hmm. I, I'm experienced comic book movie viewer, <laughs> and <laughs> I know like this the, little the thing cues, off to the yeah. side, yeah, means something. Yep. And then later in the film, when it shows the glass case and it's broken, I go. Ooh. Wasn't there a worm in there? Yep. I think it was a worm, though. It was a slug, right? Right. And then it comes up at the end, and I go... See, I'm just assuming it's like a Flurkin-style creature or something like I that. Like, I just, just thought it was like a dangerous worm, worm, slug, something or other. And then it comes yeah. up later. I still didn't know what it was. So, who that was was who a that? classic Shazam villain. And some would say one of the most powerful villains in the entire <laughs> DC universe. He's basically Scarlet Witch. And right. can speak secrets into your brain. Exactly. Yeah. He is a... Oh, that was a reach. A... Yeah. <laughs> exactly what she does. You see Age of Ultron? He... <laughs> Did you see Age of Ultron? Of course. She... <laughs> Touche. So, this is none other than Mr. Mind. Yeah. He is a two-inch long... Otherwise known as Scarlet Witch. <laughs> right. Also no. known as... No, not also known as... Every... Like. So, every Marvel character has a DC counterpart. Right. Scarlet Witch is Mr. Go. Mind. So. Except Thor, there is no counterpart So, he is there. a little two-inch worm caterpillar <laughs> from the planet Venus that can conjure magics. He's basically a wizard in and of itself and can manipulate mind control. That doesn't sound like Scarlet Super Witch at all. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So uh, he is very evil, very bad. He shows up in the post-credit scene. Um, 
with his little voice box. So he can act, which he actually has in the comic book. So in the like, comic books, he, he walks looked, around with a voice box, like a te- like a like a flavor flavor right uh, clock. Yeah, like yeah, a right. voice exactly. Yeah. So, so that so he can actually talk. Yeah. So he's got this little robotic <laughs> so voice. Well, and that's what I'm saying is it is ridiculous, but it's awesome because right. it's the source material. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that they're not scared of it. Right. And there was even a, a, a call to the crocodile men, mm-hmm. which is another, uh, uh, vil- you know, it's a set of villains. The three of them playing poker. Right. Yeah. It's taken right out of the comic. Yeah. Like yeah. these are like, they're like human bodies that are wearing business suits with crocodile heads they're like they're called the crocodile men and they're a, a shazam villain and and so we see them um in this scene where you're looking into all these different what i assumed uh later on were portals first i thought they might have been like prisons or or some sort of uh, we were, i'm he, still sticking by the prison i think we were talking they were like realms or something but I it think, could be like a prison i think Again, they're by we like that's you like too the ship. <laughs> uh me i said they're prisons i'm sticking by that okay. story and we'll y'all see how it goes like hot wings or something we all right. We, you know what? We'll get you some Dairy Queen wings. Since apparently that's a please, thing. please get me. Apparently, that. people go to Dairy Queen up for other than blizzards. Dude, that's all I got when I was working so in good. files a long you time ago. You are some oh, type of knuckle dragon. There's one right outside on Hillfield Road, oh, and I go there for lunch yes. and love it, and drink cherry coke and eat that chicken strip basket. Dude, they they give you like this buttered piece of toast. Yep. A, they give you butter and toast. Yep. Dude, you go to a restaurant so and pay for With, butter and toast. Dude, it's cheap. With the white gravy. Oh, mercy. What in the world? Yes, preach. None of that makes me want to go there. Dude, it's fantastic. So anyway, yeah, just there's this scene where there's all these like doors. It almost looks like Monsters, Inc. or something like that. But yeah, exactly. This magic, like, like, they're looking into these portals of these magic worlds. No, prisons. And, yeah, or prisons. <laughs> and you see the crocodile men. You see some other things. And yeah, it just do. leans into this absurdity, like... I just saw right. some dudes with suits and crocodile heads, and then sure. I'm si- well, I'm looking at this little worm with a robot voice talk uh-huh. about how he's going to take over the world yeah. and take over the seven realms of magic and yeah, all this stuff, right. and and so I just I just love that stuff. Like it's zany and crazy mm-hmm. and ridiculous, but it just makes it so fun and unique. And, right, exactly. And it's it's That's a comic it book movie, so why not lean in? I feel like for years these studios would make comic quote unquote comic book movies and they would use the character, but they would try to ground them. They would take some, maybe throw in some Easter eggs, but they kind of would hold a lot of stuff back. They were very reserved. And then I was sharing with you guys earlier. I feel like in some ways, guardians of the galaxy broke that mold and just said, you know, we're going to take the source material and we're going to just do it. We've got a talking raccoon. We've got all the stuff. You've got a walking 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 tree. tree. You've got, and they just went for it. And I feel like since then you've seen a, a, a you, more you, of a trend of these. You had a planet? It, right. A living planet. A living planet? Right. And so I, I, I think that that broke the mold in some ways for some of these, uh, you know, other filmmakers and studios yeah. to like have the courage to say, all right, Shazam has Crocodile Man. Uh, he's got a, a mastermind worm. Yeah. And he's even eventually gets... Uh, Takitani, which is his uh, is that the his tiger the tiger the talking companion tiger? that can talk to him mm-hmm. and he rides around. And he gave the little girl tiger. Yeah, so there's yeah. a couple of Easter eggs for that, which I so thought wait, was cool. And who, even on his suit, there's little tigers on the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, like where the uh, cape the cape basically connects. held. They were tigers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I just love that. I like the the zaniness mm-hmm. of that. And yeah, for sure. Cool. 
I know I've, I've talked a lot on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's well, kind of your realm. It's your thing, man. Your, yeah, man. We're we're noobs to the Shazamily. Yeah. So yeah, was, you're you're Billy Batson, and <laughs> we are the uh, the Shazamily. Yeah. So did you guys want to touch on that real fast? The Shazamily, kind of what? I mean, we talked about it. A, a, I, for I a minute, had but. no idea that was a thing. I thought that was a pretty cool way that yeah they tied in like all the different thrones of his brothers and sisters of the ancient wizard mm-hmm. and. And uh, needed to pass on his powers, and then he passes on his powers to his family. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so so the thing yeah, is, is that the Shazamly um, is it's, that actually the name of it? Because I yeah. came up with that in the theater, thinking, oh, it's a Shazamly. Yeah, that, that, that's the that's that's the name. That's what they call it. And, I could be a comic yeah. book writer. That's you, pretty cool. I mean, yeah, just call things what they are. You know, <laughs> don't overthink it. So, I, I that's a big thing in the in obviously the Shazam. Uh, lore, lore, canon, yeah. whatever. I didn't think they would go there in this movie. I didn't though, think so either. Just because I thought that they would maybe introduce it later. On. Like I kind of yeah. saw the writing on the wall. I kind of figured, and I also kind of just knowing the a little bit more of the material. I realized that the kids, each of the kids' um, clothes they wore, were um, were like the color hmm. of each of their suits like uh-huh. when they become and so I kind of thought okay they're taking it that way I don't think they'll do it in this movie maybe <clears> in the next one but they'll set that up but they straight up like spoilers like the third act the final you know the big showdown was all his foster brothers and sisters become superheroes as well and it, and they're all Six or seven of them like it's however because he's the seventh that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah so like no there's only five yeah, I was gonna say I think they just six. did six for the. There were uh, seven ch- thrones. Seven. Yeah, there's thrones, seven thrones, but he only had five uh, siblings. So there's one somewhere out there. So a lot of times in the Dr. comics, Savannah. it's it's uh it's the tiger <laughs> like counts. As oh a, okay. Not every yeah incarnation of it, but um. Anyway, yeah, they oh. went there. Uh, I thought that was awesome. That was a great. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool, and yeah. that actually, <clears throat> the whole movie changed when that happened. Mm-hmm. When the Shazam got brought into it, and the different child actors, and I'm thinking of the his Asian brother who did like the Hadouken. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny! That's awesome. That was so that, funny. I felt like that got the biggest laugh in our theater, dude. I it wanted, got the biggest laugh out of me as a kid. I always wanted the ability to throw <laughs> one of those. Hadouken. And I was just like, <laughs> he's a gamer. And yeah. He's a gamer. And I was like, gosh, man, I want to throw a Street tripping. Fighter one so bad, or like have the ability to throw a Tiger Knee or something like that. Right. A guile like kick. Man, I'd love that. That'd be yeah. sweet. It's called a lightning kick. Thanks. Lightning kick. Lightning. Nerd. Flash kick. Nerd. Guy was actually pretty dope. I like Guy. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, except for his two seconds. Like, he's like, he's got time. Like, you're telegraphing your moves. By yeah. two seconds. This is kind of annoying. <laughs> like, hold down two seconds, up kick. Okay, I think they know what I'm doing here. Hold <laughs> back two seconds, forward punch. They know what I'm doing. That was like, Smash Brothers. Did you guys ever play that? Dude, I love Smash yeah. Brothers. I've been uh, talking about getting my kids a Wii, uh, or like the Switch. The Switch. So I can play Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Corey has one, and I go over there to play it. I just want Mario Kart, dude. I love Mario oh, Kart. Mario Kart. Dude, I, I played play some Mario Super Kart, Kart with Kart. Uh, Greg Orlando. All day. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, we played the other day. Had some bourbon yeah. and played some Mario Kart. Nice. Mario Kart? It was an adult gathering. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's endless fun. Just Mario oh, yeah. Kart. My brother I mean, and I, I still refuse it. to believe you have friends outside of us two, but... I don't know who always. Greg or Orlando is, but sure, sounds <laughs> great. Yeah, he sounds made up. Sounds but. made up. 
Orlando, right? Okay, <laughs> that's like the classic. Uh, like Kramer on Seinfeld always has all these friends he's talking about. Yeah, there's the one episode where Seinfeld's like, you know, you always talk about these friends, and I've never seen them. I want to know where they're at. And he goes, they want to know the same about you. <laughs> it's like that's such a good line. I said the same thing uh, to Kayla. <laughs> Because she, like, her best friend growing up is this uh, girl named Crystal Furness. Yep. And uh, and she would talk about her all the time. And I never met her until one time, uh, it's actually, it's kind of sad, I was at a funeral, but I actually physically saw her for, like, the first time after hearing about her for, like, seven years. And I was like, oh, you do exist. You do exist. We, my uncle had a roommate named, <laughs> named Bo. And um, he worked graves, so we never nice. saw Bo. So like, it was like three years in, and we'd just be like, "Right, Bo, your yeah. roommate, Bo, sure." And then one day, like, Bo just like came upstairs and was like looking around, and I'm like, "Are you Bo?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my dad was there, and he was just like, "How much is he paying you? You hired an actor, right, to pose as this Bo character just yeah. to come? Like, the lie is getting." Take yeah. into an yeah, extra. Right. It was pretty funny. Listen, I had a I had a roommate who worked graves. Best roommate ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. We saw each other about an hour a day. We were never in each other's space. It was awesome. That's the way to do it. Mm. Right. We're still friends to this day. We still never see each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nice. As it should be. So anyway, Shazam was great. I loved the the humor. I loved the magic. I loved the adventure. Loved the kids, the acting. The bringing the writer back for number two. Yep, and the director. Started on that pronto. I yep. guess because the kids are 16 already, so they yeah. want to start before they... Yeah, the producer was like, we're... They're 16? Yeah. We're expediting the sequel because... And then also, I'm just going to say, there was a little nod and a little precursor to the Black Adam movie. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the likeness of the Black Adam that it showed was none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Which was a producer on this movie, and he's apparently he's getting his own. Black he's Adam a producer movie. on it. Yep, he produced. I like him. Shazam. That's cool. Yep. The Rock owns the entertainment world. He does. Dude, he does. But he's, he's basically be... the hero ball in real life. Right. Wow, man. He's gonna be Black Adam. They're doing a Black Adam solo movie. Yeah. And then uh, it's kind of cool that he's getting his own. And then yeah, and I don't know if the direct sequel be will be like Black Adam, and then like maybe Mister Mind or. Or what? Obviously, Mr. Mind, I think... I'm thinking Mr. Mind is probably next. That's what I think. And then they'll probably do a Black Adam, and then... And and then, like, a third Shazam. Shazam 3. Yeah. Wow. That's probably the trajectory. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I rank it... I don't know where I rank it. I'd have to think about it. I think I ranked them, but then I... I don't know. It's hard to do. Okay. For the DC movies. Yeah. It's easy to rank them now only because there's still only seven of them. The reality is <laughs> eventually Wonder we... Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam are all the uh, those are the three best. You know, the other ones had elements that they're fun or interesting mm-hmm. or whatever, they're mm-hmm. good popcorn movies. But as far as movies that I'd say, yeah, it's a good movie. I'd watch that. You know, I'll see sure. that again. I'll tell other people to go see that. Yeah. Those are the three. Yeah. Wonder Woman probably is not, it tops for me just because of the the seriousness, mm-hmm. along with how well done it was, yeah. the artistry of it and everything. Sure. Um, it's a beautiful film. Yeah. No. The Hero Ball account was tweeting out pictures of it just last week. I saw that. And, but Aquaman, that's like, I mean, it's a bro movie. Let's right. just hang that's out and awesome. watch it, you know? Yeah. Shazam is the family. It, they're honestly that's true. total. It's like a funny family drama. Right. 
you know, because it's it's sure. serious and it's yeah. heavy. You know, Aquaman is a total like jock bro like action, a, like an Indiana jo- action just adventure. Fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Kingdoms and yeah. thrones and yeah. And Wonder Woman is a like serious sure. action movie. You know, so that's those- what's kind of nice is that each one is pretty <clears throat> distinguished as its own tone and its own thing, but still feel like the same universe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I can still believe that Wonder Woman exists in the world that Shazam exists in and and vice versa. Well, and really you look at compared to the MCU, you have, I mean, clearly Shazam is like the Ant-Man, you know, Mm -hmm. funny family focused. Uh, Aquaman is guardians of the galaxy, you know, and Wonder Woman is Captain Marvel. Because, I mean, Captain Marvel is the first uh, female right. superhero. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I give it a... How many hero balls y'all give it? I mean, I'd say that's a solid uh, 3.5 for hero balls. Out of four? At least. Yeah, out of four hero balls. Let's see, you got, how many... You got, you got six balls on the rack? <laughs> no, man, there's five. Five balls on the rack. Five. The fifth one's a money ball. Fifth ball. Oh, fifth is a money ball. So wait, what are you going to do? It? So if so we're going to do, so yeah, I'll revise. I'll, I'll give that a four. Okay. Yeah, four I'll, and a quarter. I'll four, give it, four and maybe a quarter money ball. I was going to go four right. and a quarter. Yeah. Four and a quarter money. Okay. I give maybe it a four five and a half. out of five. I liked it. I a knew lot. you were going there. I knew just, you were going. I just there. loved it. It was just fun. Yeah. I'll watch it a ton. I want to go see it again in the theater before it's out. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get time, but. I'd like to. But. Yeah, it's not like you got a new baby or anything at home. I'll see it for you, man. I'll just walk. Yeah, let me know how, how, how that goes. Did you like it? Did, Did I like, like it? it? <laughs> Again. Yeah. Time okay. <laughs> cool. Want to take us out, D? All right. Well, yeah. Let us know what you think. If you've watched Shazam, uh, hit us up on the Twitters. If you haven't seen it, we just gave then you the movie. Then tell us what so. you thought of the movie because we just told <laughs> we you We just told thing. you what the movie is. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Hit us up with, uh, with your thoughts at the Hero Ball Pod on Twitter. Tell us how much you like Dairy Queen Chicken Finger Baskets because they are amazing. And uh, definitely tell Tom that he is wrong. So until next time, keep chucking and say my name. <laughs> <laughs>